Welcome to the Conversion Therapy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. It always sounds like you're reading off a script, even when we're just doing an intro. And I'm your other host, Justin. And I'm doing great because the Oilers are smashing Justin's Vegas. They're not even my team. When did that when did that change? Okay, first of all, you've known that that's changed for months now and you're bringing this up because you're trying to start shit even though you messaged me on Snapchat 2 hours ago saying that, "Oh, hey, they just scored another goal." And I'm like, "Bitch, this ain't my team. You have no opponent here because this isn't my team anymore." This so changed are, with are the you treatment a Bla- of Are you a Blackhawks fan no, then? No, I'm not a Black. I will I don't think I'll ever be a Blackhawk. I actually hate Chicago. So what if Marc-Andre Fleury gets traded to like Toronto? Will you be a Toronto fan? Yes. What? Because Toronto's oh, not a bad enough it, team. Oh, okay. Like, is it because of the like Ky- Chicago? Is it because of the Kyle Beach thing? Um. Well, that and like even before, I didn't like Chicago. Mm. They had like a, it- a decent rivalry with uh with Vancouver. Wasn't Chicago the team that like Burroughs sco- scored the? Yeah. Decent. Oh, it was a nuclear rivalry. Well, okay, there you go. And that was at a time that I really enjoyed Vancouver, and that they were kind of a good team. So I Speaking was like. Of- Speaking of Vancouver, dude, they're the worst. They're this year. They're as bad as they've been in the last fifteen. Oh, they're years. horrible. It's fucking pathetic. They're horrible, and I don't know what like what happened. Did they even have any major trades? Um, they they shouldn't be as bad as they are. They've been improving the team, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm just like, damn, like Jesus. But damn, um, I mean, I never thought that I would like the Oilers, and if Flurry gets traded to the Oilers, I'm gonna root for the Oilers. Yeah, that's been a rumor all season. I really hope it happens. Like, sincerely. I don't, I don't want you voting for my team. Why? Because I'm gay? Because. You, no, you always make no, fun of the Oilers. No, it's because I'm gay. Wait, okay, what do I say about the Oilers? Remember when they got knocked out by the Jets last year? How much <laughs> and I shit laugh. you were talking? You're like, oh, you can't even make it into the second round. Because uh. it wasn't even that. It was against the Jets. Dude. The Jets swept us. Yeah, I know. You guys played horrible in that fucking so series. Bad. So bad. I didn't even think. I literally joked about like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a clean sweep. I didn't think it was going to happen. Dude, I thought if worse? anything, it would be for the Oilers. You know what's worse than that? What? <laughs> this is where you answer. You guys almost got knocked out by the Canucks. That yeah, year. we almost did. Wait, hold on. Didn't that go to six games? Seven games and you only seven? won oh. one nothing. Well, yeah, we still made it to, what was it, conference finals? Conference finals, yeah. yeah. and you guys made what? First round? <laughs> but I don't like the Golden Knights anymore. I mean, they're playing, okay, like, they started their season out really shitty, but they're now they're, playing they're still pretty do- well. Are they? They're like uh, 12 and 8, I think. Oh, that's not great, but it's better. Well, it's better than what, I, I can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. where they started It's because as. everybody's coming back now, Stone's healthy um they got a couple players back um that's why they they started out they were really hurt yeah and then they got got eichel coming in a few months hopefully do you think that uh leonard is a good goalie i do yeah i do no i don't i think that uh is better uh it's close but uh, yeah i do think leonard's a starter a starting goalie yeah leonard's good um yeah i mean i obviously think flurry is better but not on Chicago. I mean, like, Flurry's still amazing, but, like, Chicago's Chicago, just a bad team, They're though. so bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wish he would just go to a team that has potential at actually, like, winning the Cup. Chicago's not going to have any chances of winning the Cup. But honestly, though, with their talent, like, they should be a, a competitive team. Like, but yeah. they haven't been for, like, the last, like, six years. Can you imagine Flurry on, like, Carolina or Florida? 
Carolina, dude, is like the actually. I, I was gonna say Carolina, but Florida is the best team in the East. Uh, Carolina is. You think Carolina is better than Florida? Well, they're performing better than Florida. Well, I, I know, but and Carolina. I, I, might... don't, I honestly don't think like if I'm thinking about like the cup odds this year, I think Carolina has a much better chance of winning than Florida. Florida chokes a lot. Carolina chokes a lot. Not as much as Florida. Carolina choked last season. But, like, Florida, like, I don't know. Florida has, like, a, a streak of choking. It's like me. I, what I want to be when I grow up. Jesus Christ. I uh, I have a personal vendetta against Carolina. Why? Because they beat the Oilers for the Cup in 2006. <laughs> 2006? Come on. What I mean, think? I know that you were my age in 2006, but that's so long ago. In 2006, I was probably, like, 16. Yeah, so my age. <laughs> I mean, your IQ reflects that you're 16, oh my but God, not totally, anything else. Totally prune. Guys, doesn't he look like he's just recently come out of a two-hour bath? I was talking to him <sighs> earlier. I'm not 65. I don't take baths. Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you, are you sure? Do you take showers? Yes. Do you? Yeah. How often? Uh, like biannually. I knew it. That's more yeah. than I thought. I was like, you don't have hair. <laughs> yeah. What do you have to wash? Um, I don't really know how to answer that question, to be honest with you. Because you don't wash anything. <laughs> um, You know what's weird? As a kid, like, I didn't, like, even, I guess, like, beard area as well. But, like, mainly, like, my chest. I didn't grow any, like, chest hair. And, like, now I'm not really growing much chest hair. But it's in, like, the weirdest spots. And it's, like, thick. And like, I'm just like, why, why is this a, this a thing? I, I don't, I don't, I don't want this to be a thing. Like, I don't need it to not be a thing because nothing's happening in my life for it not or for it to be a thing. But it's annoying because I'm just like, I would, I prefer to be like hairless. Like, I prefer to be shaved. And like, this is not. I don't, I don't like you know, it. You know that uh, that thing that every like super like masculine father says to his kid. Eat this, it'll put hair on your chest. I don't have a father. <laughs> your, your dad never said that to you? Daddy? Sorry. Daddy? Sorry. Daddy? Um, Eat this, it'll put hair on your chest? That's usually what it's used for. It's like, oh, yeah, like, it's like, oh, it puts hair on your chest. It's like something that, like, indicates, like, hardship, like, makes you tougher kind of thing. What, it's like an expression. What was it that you would eat? Um... I don't know. It'd be like, eat this jalapeno, blah, 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 blah. Puts hair on your chest. Like something like something like that, you know? Mm. You've never heard that expression before? No. Mm. I wish I didn't like jalapenos so that I could be like, maybe this is why I don't like jalapenos. But I love jalapenos. Especially like stuffed. You know what I've been putting on everything like for the last like week? What? Fucking Tabasco. Like till I die. Like I've been like. Tabasco? Yeah, I don't like to. I like hot sauce, but I don't like Tabasco. Why? Um, I just don't think the taste is good. It's way too oh. like I don't know. It's just like like you know Frank's. Yeah, I know Frank's. So like Frank's is like it's not like too well like it's spicy, but it's not like too spicy. There's a little bit of sweet in there. It's like I don't know. It's just like it's real good. But like Tabasco, Tabasco is, it's is like acidic straight, and yeah, hot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because there's vinegar in it. And it's like you can't when you've had Tabasco on something, you can't enjoy something. No, else. you can't. It like. It, it like, wipes out funny. your taste buds completely. And the, 
when I like I got a bottle of it and the first time I used it on something, I was just like my attitude was like, oh, it's just Tabasco. So I like doused it. I was fucking dying. Yeah. I was fucking dying. Yeah. I also used to have like the Tabasco on my tongue whenever I'd get in trouble. Have you heard about that? No. I've heard the mouth wash your mouth out with soap. You've I've never heard, heard of Tabasco. that before? No. Mm-hmm. Must be a white thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's an abusive thing, so it's definitely a white thing. <laughs> Even the wash uh, your mouth out with soap, that's that's an abusive thing too. Oh, 100 percent Somebody okay, so I was watching this um this video on on TikTok and somebody was talking about like child abuse and like, oh hey, like should child abuse be or like not child abuse, but should like spanking and stuff be considered like regulated um discipline. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, Would you spank or like discipline your husband or wife the way that you discipline your child and they were like no and they're like then why the hell does this make it acceptable for a child so so i agree but and i learned but i learned this um i was talking about this with somebody recently um apparently like back in like the 18 1700s like men kind of used to do that to their wives um i learned this from outlander yeah Um, i mean back in the 60s (laughs) it would kind of be like like you mean like 1960s? Yes. Are you kidding that, me? Probably like rec- eight. Absolutely. That recently? Absolute. Jordan, Jesus. what? You're really asking that? You, you don't... spank your wife in 1960? Well, you spank her, you hit her, you punch her, you pull her hair, you do. Okay. Yeah. No, but I'm not talking about like. Oh, you I'm mean not... specifically spanking? No, I'm talking about like, no, yeah. I'm talking about like in like, like in the show when it was demonstrated, it was like, hey, like you did this. Like, it was very, it was, it was. Something on my chin. I don't know what it is. Oh. Do you see that? It's like a, I don't know if it's blood. I don't see shit. Oh yeah, your eyesight's fading. Anyways, before you interrupted me. Um, anyway, like, but anyway. it was like, but it was like it wasn't. Yeah, obviously, like abuse is. I mean, they're both abuse, but there's a very different from like it wasn't like a it wasn't like a act of of passion. It was like kind of like okay, you did this. You didn't listen to what I said, so like just like get on the bed and you're gonna get two straps on the butt. Like that was something that literally happened in you know, like so weird. old school Scotland. Um, I feel like, and, and like I mean, this is kind of just a a thing. So like spanking has become like so like socially acceptable if it's one like a light, playful, like you know, like sexy time spank. You know what you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I thought you were talking about. Or, like, you were just talking about child. Or uh, if it's against children. No, see, I disagree. I think that spanking your kids is like more is like the least acceptable that no. it's ever been. I mean, okay, okay, hold on. You can say that about a ton of things. It's still socially acceptable and done by, I would honestly say, majority of parents. W- will it be in the next generation? Probably not. Were you were you spanked when yes. you disciplined? You were. Yes. See, I I don't every remember the, single time. I don't remember being spanked. My grandma, God bless her soul, she would. She would always threaten me with a wooden spoon, but I knew that she didn't mean it. So like she'd come at me with it and I grab it from her. How does she not mean it? Why did she pick it up? She'd pick it up and she'd put it in the air. But like, I don't ever remember her hitting me with it. Oh, she should have called me over. (laughs) And I'd be like a, a fucking fetus. And I knew, I knew she was full of shit too. So she'd like raise it and I'd go like, snatch. And I'd go like, Then take it. <laughs> Regulate abuse against elders. I'm just kidding. Um, 
<laughs> payback bitch but no yeah that literally was like i thought everyone well like okay it's not even i thought everyone's family did it i would talk to my other friends and they'd be like yeah they do that to me too but i literally just thought it was a, like a thing with every single family i thought it was completely normal um of course I not think... in the moment i was like what the fuck is this kind of discipline I was going to say that it's like, I think it's more likely you get spanked if, you're, if your family's not white, personally. I don't know if I'd agree with that. Dude, like brown families, they have like harsh fucking discipline for their kids. I mean, you just said that you've never been spanked. Okay, personally, personally. <laughs> but my family's also like very like, my parents were born here, right? Which is like a very rare thing for like a Canadian East Indian immigrant. Usually like people my age are like, first generation which means like they're the first of their family to be mm -hmm. born in canada but i'm second so like i feel like that plays a role into it if if i was my parents i bet you my, i bet you my parents got spanked i bet you they did i mean Are the, you know what i remember now they got the belt i feel like they got the belt oh yeah same yeah, yeah um i feel like like i know that my family has a history of being spanked mm -hmm. and i know a ton of fr well okay so the way that it was it was really weird so the way that my high school, because I don't know, we would mainly talk about it in high school, not so much elementary school. Um, I mean, probably because I didn't really have any friends in elementary school. But um, <laughs> but in high school, like the majority of people in my grade that so like there, of course, in, in our high school, we had like an IB program, which was like an honor student program, which is basically a program for smarter students. Um, but basically like a program, it's like a, an academic leaning program. And um, majority of the people in that program were Asian. Mm. And uh, majority of the people in the regular non-smart program were white. And so that was the program that I was in. And so, like, majority of the time, the conversations that I would be having in class would be with, like, fellow white students. So I don't have, like, an accurate display of, like, oh, like, here's what I would estimate these families to be based on, like, personal reports that I've had. But okay. I'm just saying the majority of people that I've, like, talked to about it, and even, like, the majority of, like, w other white students, they said that they were, like, spanked. And even, like, the belt, the spoon, the the ruler, all that well, jazz. My dad always tells me, and I think we actually talked about this briefly in another episode, is, like, how in elementary school you get the strap like it was like something the principal did to you like on your hand just put oh your hand yeah out and they give you the strap they'd like, threaten you with the ruler really yeah oh yeah there were, oh. i can't remember which teacher it was but like she would literally like bring out the ruler mm. and be like you need to smarten up you know what else i think is like a very inhumane form of punishment you know how like i don't think they birth prop <laughs> <laughs> i mean true but um I think some is I can see this still happening, but like you know, like if you're like passing notes around or you're texting or whatever, like mm -hmm. I've seen this on TV. Oh, like some, them some like teachers reading they the text. Grab it and you'd be like, let's see, let's let the whole class see what you were saying to, but like that's 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 crossing a line. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I wonder what like the worst one ever has been that they've like actually read out loud just in the world. Yo, like mama. You're just like sexting with your with your significant Ew. other, and it's just like let, <laughs> the teacher doesn't even you're, know. You're what, at, what do you even call that? That's not even like sexting. You're now like, what's like? I'm trying to think of like sex writing, or like, like Harlequin romance novels. <laughs> like I'm just trying to think of like a word that like flows off the tongue. That has to do with like sex. I think that's the best word. And dude. then writing. Well, but you're not like texting. 
but I mean, today you would be if it happened. It wouldn't be like on a piece of paper. No, 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 no. I know, but like if it is on a piece of paper, that's what we're talking about here. And even would, on a phone. Even on a phone. Be, back then, that would not be considered sexy. Like in the stories that they would be like, they'd be like back in my day. Which I also hate that fucking saying. I fucking hate that saying so much. The back you know why? Because it's a thing that boomers say to be like, oh, my life was harder than yours. Exactly. <laughs> it's always like demeaning you. But they would be like, back in my day, like this was our version of sexting. But it's not sexting. What's like sex and writing? I can't think of a word that goes with that. Or like another word for sex that flows into writing. I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Buzzy. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I uh, I think that like, and you know, you know, another thing I noticed too is a lot of people like I'm thinking about Matthew McConaughey's book. He he was spanked as a child, and he I find that way he talks about it is the way a lot of people talk about it is they're like, yeah, like you know, like I'm not saying it was good, I'm not saying it was bad, but like I'm better for it. That's kind of like their attitude for it towards it. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure about that? I honestly feel like if you asked him why he's better for it or if you asked anyone that thinks that they would not give you a logical answer his i remember what his answer is his answer is is that if he so to this day even as an adult when he when he does or thinks about doing things that when he was a kid would get him spanked it like elicits like the same psychological response so it's like like this is this is going to cause me bad consequences so he says it like almost created like this sense of discipline within himself that he like self-regulates. Um, I don't think that's healthy. Also, because one sounds like trauma to me. Exactly. One, we're not children anymore. So the things that we view as socially unacceptable or just unacceptable in general are going to be vastly different than what we deemed unacceptable as a child. And it wasn't even what we deemed unacceptable as a child. It was what whoever was abusing us was deeming unacceptable, which varies across basically all families. For argument's sake, we're we're assuming that this is like a, a principle that most parents would deem uh, their kids shouldn't yeah. be doing, mm-hmm. right? But like, uh, you're, no, you're right. It could be something stupid, but I'm I'm assuming it isn't. Yeah, and I just I don't I don't believe it. Like I I don't believe I yeah no I I call bullshit. I call I don't think that plays any role in like like I think that like abuse like child abuse of course is horrible and that plays a huge role in like life learning from that but specifically spanking no but do you not at least agree that there is a there is at least a discernible fine line between child abuse and like discipline like spanking like physical discipline oh a hundred percent right like like i mean i understand people that will argue that spanking's child like is 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 child abuse and it probably is but i think like like i'm okay personally though i will say that i'm not like a i'm not huge on like the whole tough love thing like i think it's a bunch of bullshit Oh, oh yeah, I agree. I just even I don't like think that I, I like I don't I wonder what went through like the first person that thought of spanking's mind when they're like, oh yeah, this is a good way to discipline my child. I don't I don't think that's a, a valid form of discipline at all. I, I think, think it's any, like iron. Like, why would you think of like, oh hey, my child is done wrong. Let me like like let me put my hands on my child. It's because it's I I think it's be, it's like you know how like there's certain people like not even just like with raising was raising their kids but like in like every aspect of their life where they're like they find that like the iron fist approach is the best where it's like if i take divisive and like very 
drastic action, then I won't have to deal with this again. That's yeah. like, I think that's the psychological thing it comes from. And I think that's where that comes from, where it's like, if this kid did this and I smack the shit out of them, then they're not going to do this again. And it, and it won't, it's, it, I don't know. It's kind of like, well, it makes my life easier if I do this. And majority know. of the time, like this is done multiple times, like the spanking aspect of it. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so like, if you're doing this multiple times and your motive or your intent is for your child to not do whatever you're spanking them for again, and yet this is a base that you're continuing to slide onto, then I think you need to reevaluate your, your parenting style. So you're saying if you have to continually keep spanking your kid, then you're doing something wrong? Absolutely. I think if you just spank your kid, you're doing something wrong. Okay, fine. But like, I, I disagree because like, let's say you don't spank your kid. Let's say you put your kid in the corner and give them a timeout. I fucking hated that, by the way. That's what I happened used to happen to me. It used to be go to your room. Would you rather be spanked than like okay, but your room? But don't you not apply that? Like, what if you have to give, send your kid to their room like every fucking day? Does that mean you? That also means you're doing something wrong. Then if on you're that spanking logic. your kid every day, you're not a good fucking parent. Okay, but what I'm saying is, is your is and if you're in a place where your kid is acting out so much that they have to go to your room or they have to go to their room every day, you're not a good parent. That should be a. I don't agree with that. Haven't you seen menace kids that like just are fucking menaces? For and they no have reason? horrible. No, no, never. Not even kidding. Not a single time. Every single time I watch a show, because I mean, I have never known any like horribly. Like, of course, I've known some questionable kids in high school, but every single time there's a show like depicting that and then they're like, yeah, we don't know what happened here. They actually dive into it and they always find the parents at fault. They always find a form of neglect. They always find extreme trauma, a lot of abuse. I've never in my life seen a child that has acted out based on them just wanting to act out. Ever. What about kids? What about kids with ADHD? You ever seen kids with ADHD that fucking with a, bounce with off a disorder? The with a, a disorder that they have that so is extremely so, hard to get rid of. So you're saying that's an anomaly that doesn't apply to what you're saying? I, I don't, I mean, I think that that's like, if they have ADHD, then that's a, a disorder that they have. That well, like I, one of the, or like one of the symptoms or something that happens when you have ADHD is that. Well, we might've even talked about this last filming, but I think that like, personally, I think this is maybe why I disagree with this is I think that, uh, nurture has a lot less to do with like how people end up than nature does so i think some kids are just born like fucking menaces and i don't think that the parent like the parent can contribute to that but i don't think that like just because you have to discipline your kid all the time means that like you're a shitty parent i disagree so you think that if you're a good parent then like your kid's going to be behaved all the time like kids i don't are, think ki any kid is behaved all the time <laughs> But I don't think it that like I don't think that it should come to a point where your kid is acting out that much and like you need to always have a form of discipline for them. And I don't even think like I also okay <laughs> controversial opinion. I don't I never hear this happen. I don't think this is controversial at all. I actually I, I just don't hear this talked about a lot. I don't understand why whenever a child acts out, the immediate response is discipline instead of care and love. Because that happened to me as a kid, and the only thing that I wished for was that, hey, I wish I could spend time with my family. Or, like, the reason that I acted out was because I wasn't spending a certain amount of time with them. Or I was okay, seeing them so, act toward my sister a certain way that they weren't acting toward me. And I would act so out on that. For yourself, then, if what, what, what do you think was a response that your family could have given you that would have gotten through to you then, instead of discipline? Honestly, like, conversation. So like, why are you doing this? Or like, just like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? Like, just like a, a like, just like a one-on-one -on -one or maybe bo even both parents, 
like just like a conversation like my parents got divorced at a young age but like they still kept in, kept in contact and when i would mm-hmm. have problems with one and i would want to go to the other and then they would have to talk to me and be like mm-hmm. this can't happen but like literally just a conversation a heart to heart or even just like spending time with them instead of immediately going being sequestered off by myself for however long and then them wondering why i don't go to them of, of certain issues i'm sure that plays a huge part in the reason that like i don't go to my family about certain issues i mean i don't really go to anyone about issues anymore but like my initial thought even if i had someone to go to would be to go to like a friend versus like a family member but do you with actually the exception think of my sister but i think this is a fallacy that people that people fall into a lot is like they'll look back at a situation and they'll say you know this is what I needed. And if I got what I needed, then I would have acted differently. But do you actually think if your family said, Hey, like what's going on? Do you actually think that you would have told them or do you think you just would have acted out more? I don't think it like would have been, Oh, I would definitely would have told them. I definitely would have been in a much better place than them just like sending me off or like spanking me and abusing me or whatever. Um, but I don't think like, it's a needed response. Like every single time, obviously if like I'm doing something wrong, like I am going to need to be properly disciplined, but like it was every single time. And I, I never like, you know what I mean? Like, of course there are people that are like, you're going to have a talking to, but that talk is always one-sided. It's always extremely aggressive. And it, it paints your, your child out to be like this, like guilty, horrible, like can't do anything good child. Instead of just like having like a heart to heart, seeing how you can help, seeing what you can do. It's never like that. Even like not even just like my personal experience. Like I I rarely hear that with, or from any of my friends, like obviously not now because we're not fucking children anymore. But I rarely used to hear that with any of my friends. I would sometimes and I'd be like, man, I wish I had that. But like that's never, ever talked about when it comes to like proper discipline of children or like what you're supposed to do in certain situations. That's, I never hear that talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just like, like, yeah, I can see situations, obviously, like if I'm ever a parent, I have no idea if I'm going to be one, but if I am and I need to properly discipline my kid, um, there's going to be times where like, yeah, your, dis- your, uh, your consequence is going to be like me taking away electronics or me sending you to your room so you can have time to think about something. But like, I don't know. I wish I also had like a journal in my room when I was younger so that I could just write away if I was ever sent to my room alone. But um, I think that like a a form of discipline, if you want to call that, or just like a way to review your consequences is to have a conversation with them and like a heart to heart and like care for them, see where they're at in life, why they're feeling the way that they feel. I don't feel like nearly enough parents are doing that. Mm hmm. I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I do agree with you. I do think that your philosophy for parenting is like pretty fucking new age. I don't think yeah. anybody does that. Um, I'd be interested to see how, how that my would child turn would turn out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they'd be, they'd w- be gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so now then- it's the opposite of what happened with me. So they'd probably be fucking Republican straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they'd be instead of being a left extremist, they'd be a right extremist. Exactly. They'd be like alt right. They'd be crazed moved out by the time that they're fucking 14 instead of saying that you can't be racist towards white people they'd be like whatever the opposite of that is all lives matter (laughs) i'd be like you did not just fucking say that in my house but uh yeah that would be 
I mean, I don't know. I don't plan on having kids in my life, but it's like an, I, I always tell everyone it's like an open conversation. If my future husband wants to have kids. You don't want kids? I don't. Hmm. I just, I don't see it for me. I don't think I do either. Yeah. I've come to that recently. <laughs> you don't want kids? Me neither. <laughs> yeah, but like my whole life, I thought I wanted kids. I, I don't think I've ever had a point where I wanted a child. Like even mm-hmm. like thinking about like my, my friends would talk about like, oh, I can't wait to grow up and have a family and like get married and have children. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait to get married and have dog children. That's how I feel. Why don't you want kids? Um, I don't know. I just like, I don't know if maybe it's because of, like I'm traumatized by my childhood. I don't want to like potentially put another person through that or like anything of the sort. I just, but- I don't think that like I've ever been at a point that I... Like, if I have a child, obviously, I'm going to show it unconditional love. But I think the world is so fucked up that, like, I don't know if I'd be able to deal with. Every generation in history has thought that, though. Yeah, I know. The boomer, the boomer said that. The world's so fucked up. I don't want to bring people into this world. Um, everybody thinks that. But I, I understand what you're saying. I This might sound shallow. I just, like, I don't see my happiest life having children in it. Mm. I see my happiest life um living in like a really nice house with my husband having like three dogs and and a cat um and maybe like i don't know something exotic like a sloth we'll we'll see but um i i just i don't see like children a part of that Hmm. i don't know i'm still stuck on pet sloth but anyways you wouldn't have a pet sloth would you have you ever met a sloth like see one in person i feel like i have like at the zoo Mm -hmm. they're so cute I mean, I don't know yeah. if they're a bitch to take care of, but they're so freaking adorable. Yeah. But, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I I think, so here's the thing. Like, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, and I, I, I think we're probably saying the same thing in different ways. Like, I think I'm too selfish to have kids. Um, yeah, that's I one, agree. That's one reason. But they do say that once you, like, like, that's a belief that most people have. But once you see your kid, like, Sorry, I'm just thinking about the fact that you were like, I think I'm too selfish. And like, I meant to say like, me too, but I said, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took it as, I took it as you meant it. So that's good. Okay, I didn't good. It as an insult. Thank goodness. But um, wait, are you actually concerned about insulting me all of a sudden? Um, no, I just laughed at the fact that it came oh. off like that, even when I didn't mean to. <laughs> mm. That's, that's our relationship now. Is that every single thing is an insult, even when I'm not even trying to insult you, even when I'm agreeing with you, like, oh yeah, I relate to that. I'm like, no, I agree. So yeah, like, I, like I, I think that uh, I am too, I'm too selfish. Like, I can't see myself like going to work and then coming home, and then it's like time to take your kid to like fucking tuba practice, and then you go to bed and you do it again. Like, I can't see my life being like that. <laughs> tuba <I> practice. <laughs> but um. I, the thing is, is that I, I've heard they say that once you see your offspring, like your this the phys, your physiology kicks in, and like you want to do that stuff. Yeah. So like it's hard to imagine wanting to do that stuff, but apparently that's what happens. But also, I've heard like the thing that scares me the most is people. I've heard people say that like having children is like having a vital organ like out in the world running around. Like that sounds like scary. Just like like it would destroy my already fragile mental health. Also, okay, sorry to break it to you, mothers, or even fathers, or anyone who thinks this. Majority of babies are fucking ugly as shit. And that's just fact. There's so, um, like, so many of them are, like, 
but ugly. But then, well, you know, like it's just it's just the fact that they're a baby. Maybe they're like, um, because like I, I mean, I guess like I have seen that like premature babies tend to obviously be smaller. They like there's a higher chance of them not being like not like a, not like cute, but like what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, proportionized. <laughs> something to do with that so like they have i don't know they're i mean like even though like in terms of like being cute because like things that are smaller are considered cuter like puppies for example puppies are considered cuter than dogs um so like smaller babies are like seen as like cute in the terms of them being small but like in terms of them being cute no like i think babies are just i don't know why i don't know i mean some babies are cute if you have a cute baby, it's more impressive to me. I'm just like, wow, you have a you have a cute baby. I never see that. Wow. And but like everyone brands babies as cute to where they're expected to be cute. And then I'll see like a like okay, I don't mean to say this the way that I say this. It sounds kind of weird, oh, but like this is gonna be ex- I'm excited for this. So like I've seen birth like birthing videos before. I saw it in sex education in grade ten. See, I've seen can't it, like, do it. I can't fucking do it. Really? Yeah, I can't actually, do it. I don't. I don't find it that bad. Okay. Which like I okay like. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I don't know what like the the majority of people think. I feel like the majority of people would have like your opinion, where they're like, "Ew, like no thanks." But like, I I I don't know. It takes like a lot to like g- like gore me out to where I don't want to watch that gore. I love how like a birthing video is considered gore. Um, but I've I've watched a couple in my life, and in all of them, the baby was not cute. I don't think, I mean, I haven't, I've seen like baby photos of me when I was a couple months old, but I haven't seen me as like coming out of hey, my but mom's if vagina. You're, if you're judging a cuteness of a baby, like as a like freshly birth, then like no baby's going to be cute because exactly. those are gross. Yeah. But like, like people are like in the hospital and like next to their partner and they're like, oh my God, my baby's so adorable. Dude, Here's that's their baby. kid. Well, like, okay, that's but their like kid. it's not cute. And they like shove it down other people's throats to where they're like, Dude. isn't Jonah beautiful? Dude, that's their kid. That's their fucking well, kid. Ahead, they be... can keep their fucking opinions to themselves because I don't like lying. I don't like being like. Mm. They're not lying. They no, truly believe they that believe it's their it kid. Is, but they're asking me to fucking not. Or well, they're basically asking me to lie when they're like, "Isn't she cute?" Or Dude, Isn't you would. Cute? You would do the exact same thing. Yes, to myself. I would never. No, you ask wouldn't. That. I would not be like, "Isn't she cute?" To another fucking person, if they came in and they were like, "Oh my god, adorable," I'd be like. Thank you. I know, right? But I would never like shove it down someone else's throat and like continuously ask them and get validation for what like bitch, if you think your baby's cute, your baby you think your baby's cute, you don't need validation for that from fucking people. What? Does do par- no do parents sense? actually say isn't she cute yes. though? I think I think people just feel the need no. to like to to tell people that their baby's cute. I don't think people actually ask other they people ask. to tell them that. They're like, "Aren't they cute?" She's so cute, right? I can't recall hearing that. Oh, that's weird because you're like 50. Shut the fuck up. When have you, okay, how many times in your life have you seen like a, a new newborn? Like like umbilical cords still attach blood on? Um, like, are we like talking either like either hospital or like freshly out of hospital? Um, Probably like less than five. <laughs> I've never had that happen. <laughs> See, cause I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not like a, like, okay, here's the thing. So, okay. So here, here's my, here's my preferences with a child. Okay. So I'm not a baby person. White. So like even the ones, 
shut the fuck up. <laughs> Even the ones that like most people would agree that are cute, I still don't see it. Okay. Me. Like I still don't see it. Um, just to telling the truth, but like my favorite age for children that I could put up with and I could like have them okay. be that old forever. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> what am I what am I clarifying? Is that just my favorite age for children? It's a it's a it's a tricky set. I know, I know what you mean, but so I would say like ages three to like ages seven. Just like you mean like as a parent, you can as a parent, okay. as a parent. Yes. Cause like, they like, they want to be around you all the time. They ask you all these questions cause they don't know shit. Mm-hmm. They want to play with you all the time. They still listen to you. I don't know. It's kind of like having a little dog. Like, <laughs> and that's why we aren't parents. Like I could deal with that. But when they get to like, like, I know like it's funny and I think I talked about this with you before but like my parents would always say like oh he's at like when I was like 13 or 15 they'd be like I hear my mom on the phone and she'd be like yeah he's at that age where like he you know he knows he thinks he knows everything and like I used to be like shut the fuck up but she was right and you know what yeah when kids, she was when, right because I know everything <laughs> when kids when kids are um when teenage kids especially teenage girls like shoot me in the fucking face. Like not, not down. Full Never team. will be down. I 100% disagree. I think teenage boys are so much worse. And that's from fucking personal experience. Okay. Like teenage girls are like very like squeaky, annoying. Like they're very clingy, but they are really good friends. And they're, they're like ride or die with you. Like they, they care. Like I would say too Maybe much. to their friends. Not to, I'm talking about being a Even parent. Even to their family. I think teenage boys are way worse. Teenage boys tend to act out more. Teenage girls are just like, they're super clingy. They're annoying as fuck. But I would rather have a teenage girl than a teenage boy. Teenage girls will tell their parents they hate them way more than a teenage boy. No, 100% disagree. 100% disagree. And even if they do, you know that they don't mean it. That teenage boy will be a rebel, a fucking menace to society. And they'll say it and the parent will be like, doesn't he really? There's no way he doesn't. Doesn't really. You don't think teenage girls act out? Oh, I think teenage girls act out. I don't think to the extent that teenage boys do. I think you're making a generalization. I've known way more teenage girls in my life, and I and like even the teenage girls that I've known, like the percentage of them that act out is not nearly as much as. It's like, not my fault. You're friends with Goody Two Shoes. It's not. They're not Goody Two Shoes. They're all bitches. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like they're not Goody Two Shoes by any like extent of that word they're just like i don't know the way like the the way that they act out is very very different like like the teenage boys acting out will literally be like punching their fucking parents in the face the teenage girls acting out will be like i came home at 10 30 and my curfew is at 10 I, I i never nor do i know anybody who punched their parent in the face shut the fuck up seriously now you do i'm just kidding <laughs> Wait, for real? No. Oh. What the fuck? I used to do this thing. Um, I never, okay, I, I will preface this. Like, I've never punched a parent in the face, but I used to do this thing. And um... <laughs> you're going to be like, I've never punched my parent in the face, but I punched so, a parent in the face. So like when my dad would make me really mad, um, I'd uh, like, he'd be like, I don't even I don't even have an example, but I remember this one. And I remember I told him the story recently and he remembered it too. They were, were in Victoria and I was probably like 16 or 15 at the time. And because they were, my parents were running the Victoria marathon and we were like in the, 
elevator of the hotel. Mm-hmm. My dad like pissed me off. Like he either said we couldn't do something or he pissed me off. And then like, we're in the elevator and his back's facing me. And I always used to do this. So like I waited till we got to the ground floor and the doors open and I cocked back and I punched him as hard as I could right in the spine. Right. And then I booked it out of the elevator. So then he's like, he's writhing. He's like, cause I, Oh, I put every, I put everything and a half into that fucking punch. And he's writhing right in the fucking back. And right. And like, he's chasing me fucking down the street. Like, Oh yeah. I used, so I guess I, I guess I used to hit, I used to punch my dad in the back all the time. <laughs> Just not in the face. <laughs> Just not in the face. <laughs> Jesus, even I didn't do that. I mean, like, yeah, I've literally never been like physical. Well, no, I've been physical. I've been physical. No, I've been, I've been, I've punched someone, but like not like a parent or like, or even just like a parent in general. I just I punched a kid in daycare. How old are you? 18. <laughs> 24. Um, I think I was 11. Mm. Or no, no, no. I would have been, I think either 9, 10 or 11. But, like, they were mocking me. I think I've, I've told you this story before. It was out in the playground, and, like, they were mocking me. So, like, I pushed them up against a fence. I was like, you need to stop making fun of me because this is becoming fucking annoying as shit. And, like, I have to deal with this all the time. And I was like, if you don't stop, then I'm going to punch you. And then they continued to do it, and then I punched them. And, like, literally, okay, I remember this so well. So, like, they continued to, and I just put everything into that punch. It was a right <laughs> hand. And, like, they literally stopped. And I like nothing was happening. And I was like, did I not punch him hard enough? Like, is he not going <laughs> to cry? And then he started crying. And I literally felt, okay, this sounds so bad. I felt so good. And I do not regret it at all. <laughs> I don't regret it at all. He deserved it. So like, if you are that much of a piece of shit, you deserve to be punched in the fucking face. He just delayed onset starts crying. Just and, start, just and, like, and I'm just like, and best. I backed up and I was just like, okay. And I went back into like into the building and I was like, I know I'm going to get in so much trouble. And I got pulled into like our like, I, I don't know what to call her. She was like the the boss lady, whatever. She was like the head of everything. And I got pulled into her office. She's like, why are you doing this? And I was just like, why do you not have people or yourself that monitor bullying so that this does not fucking happen? So that I don't have to punch a kid in the fucking face. She's like, or you could not just punch a kid in the face. I'm just like, or you could tell somebody to not be a piece of shit and talk to their parents when this is a complaint that I've had toward you. And then uh, she was like, you do realize we're going to have to suspend you. I was like, hey, well, you don't have to. And sh- and then I got a three-day suspension. And then I came back. And, like, she's like, you need to apologize. And I'm just like, I'm letting you know this right now. Like, I will go up and I will say sorry, just that one word. And that's like, you're lucky if you're getting that out of me. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, cool. You sound like a really, like, calculated and, like, over-intelligent 11-year-old. Yeah. Just, like, Cause you're just like, I liked how you're just like to the kid. You're just like, I will punch you. Don't make me punch you. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you are getting punched if you continue to fucking mock me. You know, what's funny is, um, your mind, you reminded me of this story. I won't drop his, my, his name, but my friend, he told me this story about when he was in grade seven and like, he was like doing really shitty in elementary school. And like, they pulled his parents in and they had a meeting with his teachers and they're like, you know, like you need to try harder. Like you need to apply yourself. And he's literally like, why? They're like, cause it's like important. It's your grades. He's like, it's grade seven. It doesn't matter. <laughs> True. <laughs> and then they're like, then they're like, uh, now we, he's right. Like now, okay. I don't really know where to go from here. So good meeting. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I feel like, I, like there was, there were many students that had that train of thought where like, they were like, I don't see why I need to like apply myself when this literally doesn't fucking matter at all. 
because like i think like the like the school system and like adults in general they rely on scare tactics right and like when and when you can see through those like they don't really know what to do because yeah and like it's like especially like academically like they were always moving the bar because it was like oh you're in grade seven now it matters because like you're going to high school oh you're in high school now it matters Oh, like, and then it was like grade 10. Oh, first year provincials. This matters. So it was like, oh, you're retired. Like- now it matters. <laughs> but you they, know, like- they'd, they'd always blame it on this like pattern of educational behavior. They're like, oh, if you don't do well here, you're not going to do well in high school. Oh, mm-hmm. if you don't apply yourself here, you're not going to properly apply yourself or when you need to, when you need to get certain grades to go into uh, university. Mm-hmm. Well, have you ever heard of a, he was like a, a philosopher from like, I want to say like the 50s, uh, Alan Watts, English guy. Have you ever heard of him? Okay, so there's this YouTube video, look it up, y'all, it's called um, Life is Not a Destination or something like that. But he talks about like the exact same thing where it's like your whole life, it's like, you know, like work hard because then like it's coming, like the payoff is coming, right? And then it's like, oh, now you got a job. Oh, now you got a good paying job. And then at the end, like you're in a fucking old folks home and it's like, I guess this is what I worked my whole life for. So like, it's not like, it's not, I don't know, like we need to get out of that, that ideology of like, we're working for something that's in the future because yeah. like there it, there isn't really anything other than now. I don't think I'll ever want to be in an old folks home. Unless like to... I need to be, unless like I have, I have like severe dementia and like Alzheimer's or whatever, then like I'm like, hey, that's probably safe to put me in there. But oh, what I'm if there's be... no one to take care of you? What do you, you want to do? I want to live alone. Or like have my husband. Bitch, Jordan, you did not just make an alone joke for me when I make that about myself. You don't have the authority. It wasn't a joke. It was an absolute. (laughs) It was reality. (laughs) But um, I mean, if I I would hope I would have a husband, but you know maybe. Okay, let's say your husband passed away before you. There's no one to take care of. Then I'll be super old. I hope. I hope I. I hope I meet my husband soon and we live a long and happy life together. You know what happens when you? You know what? You know what life does when you uh, make plans. It goes the other direction. It fucks you. It goes the other direction. Yeah, I know. But I mean, technically, they're not plans. They're just hopes and dreams, which are basically plans. That sounded super gay. Thank you. I meant it to. I literally added my little own sparkle. You know what's funny? Mm. So um, someone, I was talking to someone yesterday, I think, and uh, I have like my, you know how everyone has their like customer service voice? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I had my customer service voice on because I needed to. And then uh, they said who it was. So then my normal voice kicked in. I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And <laughs> then they did this a couple months ago, too. And they were like, oh, hey, it's you, the guy whose voice changes every time I talk. It's so funny. I was just like, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. And then uh, I was like, I haven't talked to you in like months. And then I was just like, it's so funny how like these are always our conversations. Do you have a do you have a dog or cat voice? Um, sometimes. My dog voice is like ridiculous. What like, is it? Oh, I'm not I'm not doing it on this podcast. Why? Um, I have maybe, this voice. You're fine. Maybe if <laughs> maybe eventually, but like, and it's involuntary too. Like it's involuntary. Yeah. I'll like see like my so like my sister will be home, and I'll be like, hey, like what's going on? But then my cat will like come and like snuggle up next to me. I'm like, oh my god, hi, what are you doing? But majority of the time, I'm just like Lil. I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? It's just like more of like a questioning voice. It's not like I, more of like a high pitched like offset voice that most people have when talking to. I mean, even like a child, a dog, a cat, and kind of a lot of animals. 
I also read on Uber or on Uber facts. They said that uh, apparently they've done like they've done a study and they found that like dogs in particular, I don't know about any other animals. They actually like they like the human dog voice. Oh, really? That makes yeah. sense. Because like, mm-hmm. I mean, do they go off of like wagging tails and like interaction between them? I don't know. I didn't look into it any further than that. But um, I mean, I've heard, I found lots of weird shit out about dogs. Apparently dogs do dream. I mean, I believe that. If, oh, I feel yeah. Like, I feel like I've seen I it. I believe that. Yeah. Um, dogs uh no they they respond to like human emotions like they know when you're upset um yeah stuff like that yeah i'll be like super upset with like my cat and then i'll go and like want to like like she'll be like she'll run away from me more times when i'm upset (laughs) than just like in general like i'll walk in and like i might have just had like a little crying fest and i'll be like hi lil and she'll just be sleeping normally she'll just like let me like come and like she'll jump up on the bed and like she'll you know just like let me pet her and then we'll play or whatever and like if i'm crying she'll just run (laughs) i don't know if she's like scared or like she's like this isn't normal and i'm like bitch this is more normal than me being (laughs) sane and not crying she's probably just like i'm not dealing with this shit (laughs) i'm sick of this she's like oh fuck i'm gonna be like his comfort i need to go and then like i just cry more because my cat doesn't love me but that's just life that's just life when you're unloved. I really don't know how to respond to that, to be honest with you. You should. You're unloved, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this has been, like, a 50-minute episode so far of us just talking about our traumatic childhoods or the we're, possibility of us. We're, we're, we're roganing it. We were talking about our philosophies. Oh our, our philosophies in... Uh... Let's, let's create a fucking uh, authoritarian fucking... What's, what are those things called? Uh, like, uh, uh, I don't even know. It's not, I was going to say Venn diagram, but it's not a Venn diagram. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's like a, you know, you know, astrology for girls. That's astrology for males. <laughs> astrology. There, there's, there's like specific astrology for like different sexes. Well, I mean, like, it's like stereotypical that females girls are the dominant like sex when it okay. comes to astrology. I think, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really buy into astrology. It's I too, gen- it's too general. It's like, because yeah, it's like. I don't know. I just don't think things work that linear, you know, in such a linear yeah. way. Yeah, you're a Libra. Oh, we're not gonna get along. Yeah, yeah. But should, uh, we, should we at least talk about one topic? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I hope we're gonna. <laughs> so uh, after our good old conversation, I mean that was a good, good old childhood conversation. There's a yeah, lot of trauma to go over. <laughs> I I enjoyed that. It was like our philosophies on children and discipline. Exactly, and parenting. Even though mm-hmm. we both don't want children aren't gonna be parents <laughs> um but yeah we might as well go into one of our and that wasn't even one of our planned topics what how did that even start i know, I we, know. Were, we started talking about like hockey yeah this you know what this is actually one of the one like i hate listening to my voice but i actually really want to rewatch this one to see how that happened right just to like <laughs> i don't know I, I know we were talking about hockey i don't know how our childhood came into because i know we were talking about like me used to, i used to like vancouver as a child but i don't know how that I can't remember. I don't remember. I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, I think the biggest topic that we kind of wanted to dive into was the uh, the case with uh, Ahmed Arbery, which has been uh, kind of a – I don't know what, whether to call it, like, a, a, a concluded case just because um, it's already kind of gone through court and they've found his killers to be guilty – um, I mean, I guess the only thing that, uh, you know, we'll just go over the case. So uh, Ahmed Arbery was a 25-year-old black man. Um, he lived in Georgia, which 
Um, up until, okay, like not up until recently, but whenever I used to say Georgia, my immediate thought would go to like the U.S., which this obviously is relevant to the U.S., but I keep forgetting that Georgia is a country. Yeah, and you're, yeah, the European country, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which I think we talked about before. Yeah, we did. I remember the time we talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's from, uh, I think he was, I don't know if he's from this place, but this is where his, his uh, the, the murder took place. It was near Glynn County, which is a, a county in Georgia, um, USA. So uh, apparently what happened is uh, he was chased by three white residents. Um, one of them was a, a father-son duo, and the other one was just like a, uh, like a, a third kind of, I wouldn't really call it a, a bystander because bystanders are usually well, before, not. Before you before you go on, uh, I'm going to back it up. He he basically was seen in a house that was under construction. That's what I was going to say, Jordan. Oh, I didn't know you were going there. I thought you were going forward. <laughs> well, Continue. What do you think I was going to say? He was Continue. pursued for Continue. you, fuck. Um. So yeah. So the father son duo, their names were uh, Travis and Gregory McMichael, and then the uh, the I guess I don't really know what to call them. Like the third white man that came in his his name is uh william bryan uh so the father-son duo they were in a vehicle and then william bryan was in a separate vehicle uh bryan was the one that was recording kind of everything on his phone so uh let's say the mcmichaels they had suspected uh that arbery was committing a crime they had seen him kind of run past their property and they thought that he was like he they thought that he had robbed a place let's say and so apparently nearby i don't know if they knew this at the time or until after when like security footage came out um as jordan rudely interrupted me before and mentioned um i think he was seen five times in the past five months um in this kind of house that was under construction uh which is really weird because is it normal for houses under construction to have security cameras no, um, but if you look at the footage, this looked like a well-off neighborhood. Okay, um, but no, it's not. And I actually didn't know that it was five times. I thought this was a one-off. I um, it was an article that I read that said five mm. times in five months. But like, mm. even if uh, he wasn't like, I he wasn't seen committing any crimes. I don't even think he had anything in his hands. He was just running. No, and the owners of the house came out later and said they don't believe he stole anything. Mm-hmm. And so, um. So basically, like, they had uh, chased him down in the vehicle, and Travis, who was the son, I'm pretty sure, um, he had exited the vehicle, and he was holding a shotgun. Uh, and then, apparently, him and Arbor engaged in some sort of uh, physical confrontation, and this was when Travis shot him. And so, they, this is, I don't, this isn't, like, personal uh, testimonies. This is kind of uh, transcripts and testimonies from the police, Uh Gregory, who I believe was the one that, like, initiated everything, he was the father, uh, suspected that Arbery had committed a crime and he was running past because he was trying to get away from something, uh, which there was no evidence still to this day of that ever happening. And, yeah, so, yeah, Gregory got his son, they got their gun, and they went after him. But uh, this is according to police testimony. William Bryan, who was the, the third man, he just joined in as like an independent third party. And he wa- I guess he saw what was going on. He joined in. He wasn't sure if like there was uh, if Arbery had done anything wrong. He just literally came in and decided to record everything on his phone. And so the day that this happened was February 23rd, 2020, which is almost two years ago. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, apparently this happened in the afternoon. They said it was around like 1.15-ish. And that day, uh, this is what was said. So the Glynn County Police Department said that the Brunswick District Attorney's Office told them on the day of that they should make no arrests. And which uh, apparently the office denies that they ever said that. But I was reading this article and it says that uh, I'm trying to go back to it here. I'm trying to find it. I thought I would by now. But it says something about, oh, here it goes. Uh, so it says Waycross's uh, district attorney, who's Waycross is just another county in Georgia. Uh, they said that they advised the GCPD or the Glynn County Police Department to make no arrest twice. Hmm. So this was once on the 24th, which was the day after. Uh, and then he was apparently assigned the case on the 27th. And then where was the second day? Is that your stomach again? Yeah. Oh, my God. Every episode. Um, yeah. April 2nd, he was trying to, uh, rec- I guess he was trying to recuse himself from the case. Um, he also said not to make any arrests. But um, I don't know. I'm trying to see if his, because I was reading more on on uh, his recuse, or Jesus Christ, this word always confuses me, his recusal attempt. Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know if they ever mentioned anything on it going through but basically the the moral of this case well it's not even the moral of this case this case would not have been a thing without protests it wouldn't agree agree um so 74 days after uh the shooting happened that was when this case was kind of so i guess the the video that uh, brian had was leaked and obviously mass protests happened because of this and like that was kind of when it got major oops sorry uh major attention from not only just well i mean of course not only just georgia but the rest of the u.s and i actually didn't realize that in the case because i have known about this case for quite a while Mm -hmm. um i didn't actually realize that it was 74 days after obviously i didn't realize like the the whole uh um requests for no arrests to happen but that was only you know that only came out in court i believe but yeah i mean i think this is a prime example of like why we protest like agree this is a complete unlawful killing of so the the defense uh was trying to put forward that uh the three men that took part in this were going off of self-defense or like like a a citizen's arrest sort of yeah uh, motion which is uh completely absurd but i remember uh when prosecution was uh cross-examining i believe it was travis they were basically like was he a threat to you did you see him take anything did you have valid reason to chase him did he have a weapon on him like was he showing any aggressiveness prior to you pulling out a gun and of course every answer he was like no and I just want to, like, the prosecution on this was so good. They were so good. They were, they were so good. They did, they did an extremely, extremely good job. Um, they asked, like, just such good questions. Um, I honestly wish that this prosecution would have been in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I think um, I'm trying to, like, not miss anything here. So... 
of course, there were viral videos around like uh, statements from the defense and same with like the prosecution. For example, um, the defense called for all black pastors to be removed from the court. And then uh, one of the female defense attorneys said, uh, and I quote, they were describing Ahmed Arbery in his khaki shorts with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails, end quote. Um with which that I I'm I'm lost to how that plays any sort of role in this at all. But whatever. The, I mean, I I just I'm yeah. I I was completely lost about how this even made it to court, but it did, and here we are. Um. Yeah. So all three men were found uh guilty of certain charges. Uh, so Travis McMichael was the one who had the gun, who, sh- who was the one that shot Arbery. He was guilty on all charges, which I believe. And he, and he, and he got malice murder. That's the big one. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, so the state charges were malice murder, felony murder, four counts, aggravated assault, two counts, false imprisonment and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. And then the mm-hmm. federal charges were interference with rights, um, a hate crime, which is one count each attempted kidnapping, one count each. And then using a firearm during a crime for violence. And mm-hmm. this was uh, one count each for, I believe, both of the McMichaels. Um, but, yeah, this is... Do you think this is another case similar to uh, George Floyd, where if there wasn't video evidence, this wouldn't be a thing? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this off camera. I think George Floyd, or not George Floyd, but uh, Derek Chauvin would be walking around the street if there wasn't video footage of it. Absolutely. Like, like literally. Um, but this, this, honestly, this case, it's so like, to me, it's so cut and dry, like so cut and dry. And you mentioned, I wanted to touch on the, uh, the defense lawyer talking about the Reverend. So he meant, so he said, what did he say? He said, he was saying that uh, Jesse Jackson, Reverend Jesse Jackson, like he's in here, blah, 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 blah. It was fucking Al Sharpton. Oh, okay? God. So like in my, in my, and that, I'm pretty sure that was Travis's lawyer. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that was Travis's lawyer. He helped find fucking Travis guilty of malice murder, in my opinion. Cause that's like, that's like racially, that's so racially motivated. Oh, let's just 100%. pick some, let's just pick some other black pastor. Like we don't even know the fucking guy's name. Like, and the judge, like let's, let's props to the judge. That judge was so good. So when that, so that that defense lawyer, he brought up the reverend thing like three, four times. And the judge was like, didn't yell at him. He's not supposed to yell at him, even though some fucking judges would have yelled at him. But he said, well, if he was prosecution, some fucking judges would have yelled yeah, at him. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, look, I've talked about this. I've been fair with you. I've told you why we're not talking about this. I love that judge. Yeah. When he was, when he was reading out the verdict to Travis and he, the first count of malice murder was guilty. Did you see when that fucking guy freaked out in the back? He was Wasn't like, that uh, Arbery's dad? I believe that was maybe, his father. Maybe. He was like, yes. And then the, and the, and the court, the, the judge was like, okay. He's like, whoever just had that outburst, I please ask that they be removed from the court. Like very calm. Like I love that judge. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Yeah. So um, I'm reading it here. So the charges that I just mentioned, the state and federal charges. So Travis McMichael was guilty on all charges. Um, Gregory McMichael was uh, guilty on all except for malice murder. And then William Bryan was guilty of felony murder, uh, three counts, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. Um, so yeah, as far as as it goes right now, I believe the judge, uh, or well, they they they're all three convicted of, uh, or sorry, 
all three of them now face a uh, a life imprisonment, like mandatory sentence. And I think the judge has to decide on the possibility of parole from what yes. I've seen. And they're saying, and I heard that they're saying that uh, Travis probably is not going to get possibility of parole because of the malice yeah. charge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this from the yeah, this from the Associated Press is what uh, is what they said. Which um, do you think any of them should be ha- or should um, have the possibility of parole? The only kind of the only one that I can see or like I can understand is William Bryan. Yes, the third guy. Yeah. Well, okay, but here's the thing: is okay. So like, I'm like, I could see why the other two, the other McMichael and William Bryan, could get the possibility of parole. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, is like, okay, this crime, it's literally like, it's, 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 it's all racially motivated. hundred like, percent. All racial. Like even the first guy, which we didn't mention, the guy who made the first 911 call, like I list, I heard the 911 call, like that call was racially motivated. It's like, yeah, there's a black kid in a house that's under construction and he's running on the street. So yeah. Like, he's, he's one, he's black. Second, he was like kind of doing something he shouldn't be doing. So like, let's assume the worst. Yeah. And it's so fun. It's just like. There are people that I, I've I've seen comments. I've I've seen people talk about this, and uh, they talk about they try to like villainize Arbery by like him being in a, a, a house that's under construction. Do you want to know how many times I've been in a house that's under construction? How many times I've done that too? <laughs> you just like you just do it like, and it's not even like as a kid, because like somebody you're like yeah you did as a kid like no bitch like the last time I did it was not that long ago. It's just like. Oh. Me was me was as a kid. Mood. Um, it was literally just like there was no one there. There was like it was just like open. Like it's not like we're going in and we're breaking anything. It's just cool to go into. Also, it smells cool. Yeah, it smells like nice cedar. Exactly. And it's just like I just there's no like point to say like oh like why was he like it doesn't fucking matter why he's there he didn't do anything wrong it, it, it doesn't matter and if like it like but let the even if it like it's a crime but let the police deal with it exactly yeah. like, like you yeah, are not the judge jury or executioner even if this was like let's say like he stole something from from it let's say he did bitch that doesn't warrant him getting shot for it by a citizen no, no. and the, part of the defense of the McMichaels was that. Oh, there was a high, they said self-defense and they said there was a high amount of crime going on in the neighborhood. Like that's fucking bullshit. Oh, I agree. But the thing is, okay. So the thing that makes it worse in my opinion is like, okay, so like it's completely wrong and it's still a hate crime, but like it makes a tiny bit more sense if the fellow who made the 911 call was chasing him down the street. Okay. Cause Mm -hmm. he saw what happened. Like it's still fucked up, but it makes a little bit more sense. Okay. The McMichaels, all they see is some black guy running down the street. Yeah. Right. Like maybe he's out for a run. Right. Like let's go get our gun and chase him in my truck. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? And uh, apparently this was like one of the um, statements from William Bryan, who was the third guy. Apparently he said that Travis McMichael, after he had shot um, Arbery, called him an effing N word. Yep. I, have, I was going to say that, too. Um, was it after or was it just before? It says here on this statement. Let me let me see where it's from. Uh, this might be from the Associated Press again. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Uh, it says additional evidence was presented by the prosecutor to support the murder charges, including a statement to the GBI by Brian saying that Travis said that as Arbery lay dying. So after the, I don't know if he was dead, but it was after yeah. the shooting. The coroner said that they believe he was dead before he hit the ground. So, yeah, that would have been. Um, I also want to talk about, too. So they had, there was 12 jurors. I believe 11 were white. 
Um, yes, that's true. So the the thing that's the thing that's interesting about this is there's a couple things that that I think are interesting. Is first that, in my opinion, they got the right verdict with eleven white people in Georgia. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, the second is I heard this uh, this legal analyst talking about the jury distribution, and he's saying that twenty six percent of Georgia is black. So they're saying that like just off of simple statistics, like obviously there was a concerted effort by the defense to get white jurors. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, cause yeah, like uh, at, also, least, at least four of them should have been black. Also Tulsi Gabbard. Hey, Hey, if you're ever watching this, I have some nice words for you. So you tweeted out, did you see her tweet? Mm -mm. She said that uh, if America was racist, this verdict wouldn't have been reached. So oh, she's basically this off camera. And yeah. I'm just like, what? Like, baby, what are we doing now? Like, sweetheart, you got shit on in the Democratic nomination, and this is the direction you're taking? Really? Like, if America wasn't racist, this wouldn't be a fucking problem. There wouldn't be white men out there thinking that they could kill a black man unjustly and just blame it on a citizen's arrest or self-defense. And if there wasn't video evidence, this wouldn't be a thing. Like this would like I honestly yeah. don't think that there would be any charges if there wasn't video evidence. Probably not. I watched a uh, and you know what I will say too is like the uh, especially since making that recommendation of no arrest initially, like the investigators, like the, I watched this video and it was like a recreation of, of everything that happened. Mm -hmm. And like they like they did a great job reconstructing exactly what happened. Like and it sounded insane because like at one point the McMichaels turned around, went the other way, took the long way in an effort to cut him off, which they did. So then Ahmed Arbery had to turn around and go back towards the third guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they fully like or was it was it back towards the third guy? Or was it back towards the McMichaels? Anyways, it doesn't matter. They fully like tried to cover it up. And yeah, I, I, I read something about the video leaking. I don't know how it leaked or uh, who it was given to. I'm trying to think if it was like a uh, a news like station or whatever. Um, I honestly like I, I can't remember what it was. I'm like I'm literally like trying. Oh, here we go. Um, what is this from? Okay, this is from their site. So uh, it was sent over to a local radio station, which goes by WGIG who posted mm -hmm. it to their website on the 5th of May. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the video went viral and then it like was reposted on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and then not like, I think the same day. Um, who was it? Yeah. Atlantic district attorney, Tom Durden said a grand jury, a grand jury would decide um, whether charges would be brought. And then apparently there's like an offer from Brian Kemp, who is the governor of, Georgia to uh, to have the GBI, which is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, investigate the case. But I think that uh, someone tweeted this out before, and I, I, I've mentioned this on a podcast previously. Um, I, I do not think the verdict is justice. I, I've talked about this before. I do not think cases like these have justice. I think that this is accountability 100%. I think that people got appropriate charges for what they did um i i don't believe in in criminal justice in cases like these uh obviously i think this is what should have happened and i'm 
thankful this did happen because there are cases where this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but isn't isn't all justice is is accountability for your actions though? I wouldn't say so. What what is justice then? Would you would you say um, it's vigilante justice? I think there's like I think accountability is is more certain to like the time frame. I think justice is like the total like reconstruction to make sure something like this doesn't happen or like okay. isn't allowed to happen. And I'm like I'm I'm sort of starting to remember our previous conversation that we had about this, but like I think that like and I think I said this at the time, but like we can't and I remember actually remember your answer to this. I think you said that systems are should be in place to prevent things like these this from happening. I think that's what you said. Yeah. But like that's never going to happen. Oh no. Like there's going to be bad things that happen and there has to be repercussions for them. So I think that's the best that as in sort of in because of the human condition that we can get. Um from the US, yes, I don't think in general. I mean, yeah, like these people literally thought problems. that we have our own problems. And why do you think remember when we were talking about the Larry Nasser case and the mm-hmm. judge was like, we need to make sure that we set a precedent so that this yes. doesn't happen again. Yes. And that's what they did. And like, I hope to God that that doesn't happen again. It obviously should have never happened in the first place. But like, you know, like that. I, yeah, I she, want I want to see more of that. She, she said there's four criteria when they're sentencing somebody. So it's stopping somebody from doing somebody else from doing this punishing mm-hmm. the person who's done it taking into account their uh, their probability for rehabilitation and then i don't remember the fourth one but there was another one yeah but like similar to that i i, I guess i would uh... uh another thing i thought that was interesting was especially with the uh, travis mcmichael um and i mean everybody does this especially in murder trials but like if you if you look at his mugshot and then you look at him in court like they did a pretty good job cleaning him up like he didn't look like he didn't look like a racist piece of shit in the uh in the court but he did in his mugshot oh you meant just like the way that he looks i thought uh-huh. you were talking about like how he talked no no i was like i told i mean i even still got racist piece of shit vibes from his fucking redhead ass mm. redhead redneck ass um yeah i just Yeah, he's 25. 25. Like, Jesus Christ. I just, I don't, it it, it honestly, it, it baffles me that, uh, that people can do this and think that it is acceptable or like think that they have something to go off of so that they don't have consequences. And, sorry, it baffles me that white people um, can do this. This is just like Georgia's yeah. Georgia's such a contentious state right now with uh with racial issues. Like there's they they've got these like archaic, you know, like laws that are that are being passed. Um, yeah. uh, another good thing, um uh, a good thing that came of this case, if there can be any, was did you hear about the law that, that was repelled for the citizens' arrest because of they're saying it's because of the Ahmed Arbery case? No, I didn't. I don't know the exact specifics, but there was some sort of law that they were trying to push for that showed that like basically what happened here, like if you suspect somebody of a crime, you could kind of take them into your custody. Yeah, it was was repelled because that's what they were trying to do here. Um, Yeah. And I, you know what, I actually really also commend uh, Arbery's mother. Um, She's been front and center and she, 
she's sort of viewing this. I mean, that's all she can do, but she's viewing this as like Ahmed is a, is like sort of like an agent for change, kind of like how George Floyd's family was viewing it. Yeah, exactly. It's unfortunate that like this measure has to be taken for certain change to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just... It's so like, I don't know, like, of course, like in uh, certain articles, they like show a picture of him and it's like, it's very like disheartening to see that because like, this isn't just like, this is just a thing that like people of color experience and like, it's unfortunate that this situation happened and there are still people out there, majority of them white, that are defending the murderers. Or trying to, they're trying to look for something that uh, that paints them a certain way so that they can feel more accepted, and it, it's it's honestly disgusting. You know, another thing that baffles me is, um, and I'm taking it back here, I know, but like the amount of people, like I think the Ahmed Arbery case, there's like more or less a uh, consensus on like that this was the correct uh, verdict, yeah. but like. The amount, the amount of people who think that the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict was correct. <laughs> like it, like, honestly, it's like, it's 50, 50, if not like more people think it's correct than yeah. think it's, and maybe it's where I'm looking, but like, I don't know. Like I would, I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't see it. Like I, I, I like to, think I will myself, never see it. I like to think myself as like a, an open-minded person who can see other people's points of view, even yeah. if I strongly disagree with them. But this, like, I, I don't understand that. I don't at all. A lot like, of times when it comes to, like, because a big a big part of this is, like, politics. A huge part of it is. Um, what I'll do when I realize that a case is, like, uh, is largely centered around politics is I'll be like, okay, let's think about the opposite. So, like, I am, like, stereotyped to disagree with this based on my political belief. So let's put uh, this case in a place where, and I, I mentioned this before. I said, what if uh Rittenhouse was a black man who went to a Trump rally to counter protest against it and this happened this exact same situation happened I was like I would still think that he deserves to go to prison for what he did that's mm-hmm. not self-defense mm-hmm. but also you and I agree with you 100% but you I, I'm sure you agree with me on what I'm about to say but like that would have gone very differently oh it would have yeah, we've talked so, about this. Yeah, there so would he, not be a, a case in court. He would. Well, for, well, I'm, I'm not even saying he would have court. either been dead. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And so, maj- most likely, he would have been dead, or he would have just been in prison so right away. There, there's a bunch of things that could have happened. So at first, I don't think it would have been three people that charged him, and I don't think they would have charged him with a skateboard, um, or a fucking person. coke bottle. Yes. So I don't think that would have happened. So let, but let's say that he lives past that. Um, police would have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. He would have, if he had, a, if he was the only one at the Trump rally, which this isn't going to be a thing, but if he was the only one that had a gun, then he would have been trampled. He would have had his gun taken away from him and he would have been shot. Yeah. And they still would have begged for self defense, even though he never even like used his gun. And it probably would have been mob mentality. Like it probably would have been almost impossible to discern, like, who to charge exactly like kind of like the fucking january 6 riots yeah exactly exactly well the january 6 riots they have i guess they're yeah they have a lot of video they have a lot of individual crimes going on 
exactly. You know, you know, what, you know what that reminded me a lot of, like the Vancouver uh, Stanley Cup riots. Yeah, where it's like, where it's like people, like I don't know, they were just in this frenzy, but then they were like, oh fuck, like it's on camera. <laughs> like, oh yeah. They just thought that they were completely, um, they were just going to completely get away with this. I love how it's like both of them are like they're unhappy with their team losing. <laughs> Oh, both Vancouver riots? No, 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 like the Vancouver riots and the January 6th riots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's still so funny to me. You do know there was a Vancouver riot in 94 when they, I think it was when they won, won game six against New York in the final. I think they. Oh, like the Vancouver Millionaires? Thing. No, the Canucks, they were Canucks in 94. Well, you so said did, in the finals, so it wasn't Stanley Cup. Yeah, it was Stanley Cup. They went to the finals in 94. They've been to the finals three times. So they... They won the Stanley Cup? Okay. So let me give you a history lesson, young chap. Okay, Jordan, don't talk to me like that. You explain things horribly, and then you go off of my misunderstanding of your explanation because you can't explain things properly. You just said they won game six of the finals. Yes. So that means they went to game seven. So, okay, so, okay, so we should say that next time because that's not what we said. (sighs) Jesus Christ. So they rioted after game six or game seven? Because why the six. fuck would you riot when you won? Um, I know. I, but if I remember correctly, it was after they won game six. Why? Because you know why I know that? Actually, it is was after game six they won. Because my dad told always tells me the story. He goes, I was watching it on TV and they won. My dad's like, I'm going downtown. And my mom's like, sit the fuck down. You're not going anywhere. The only reason, like, this isn't even, like, reasonable, but the, I would understand it more if they did win. And it was, like, a celebration that, like, kind of turned into something it yeah, shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, that's, that was my initial thought. That's why I was like, wait. Because mm. I know the millionaires, they won. Yeah, 1918 or some shit like that. Eight, yeah. 1918? I think so. Let me find out. It was that long ago? I want, Yeah, it might have been in 1912. Let's find out. But yeah, so the Canucks made it the first time they made it was in 1982. They got swept by the Islanders. And then they made it in 94. They lost in seven oh my games God. to the Rangers. It was 1915. 1915, okay. And then, yeah, they made the playoffs in 18, 21, 23, and 24. What the fuck? That's so <sighs> weird. Uh, that's so, oh my God, 106 years ago. Jesus. Yep. We're like the we're like the Chicago Cubs, Boston Red Sox of the NHL. Good lord! So was Buffalo. Buffalo Sabers are the same thing. Where they had like a different team win, or they haven't won in. No, forever. they uh, they came into the league the same year as the Canucks and have never won a cup. And they've always been the Sabers. Oh, oh, sorry, yes. they came in the same yes. year as the Canucks. Yeah, yeah. Um. Back to the Ahmed Arbery case. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was trying to, I was just literally just thinking how we got here. And yeah, I remember, it was the riots. I remember the riots. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of like what else there is to go over. Well, I mean, when the first, someone verbally told me uh, about this verdict and like, I honestly, like my initial reaction was like, I shook my head. And then they were like, well, no, I agree with this. I'm like, no, so do I. But like, I'm literally still salty from the Rittenhouse verdict. Like, that's why I'm shaking my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just it cases like these, they will always um, baffle me. And they literally always happen in the States. Do you re- uh, okay, question. Do you think this is actually going to be an, a deterrent? And like, let's, let's talk about the state of Georgia. 
I mean, well, you already mentioned the law that they're repealing because of this case. No, but for other people in this exact situation, white people, do you think that this is going to be a deterrent for them? In Georgia? Not yeah. with not with the generation that thinks 100% agree. Think. I don't think that this is going to, this is a deterrent at all. I think that Georgia is turning more democratic. Obviously, they still have a Republican governor, but they just got... Um, they had two close Senate elections back in yeah 2020, which they both won. Or no, 2021, um, which they both won. The Democrats did. Sorry. Um, and I. They're, but they're passing such backwards laws right now, though. I mean, yeah, but that's because they have. I'm sure they're uh, the like the Georgia Senate and Georgia House is extremely Republican, as is the governor. The, the, the voting law had just gone in, which is, which is my opinion, suppresses the black vote. Oh, the voting um, law is fucked up. But then did you hear about the abortion law that they're pushing for? Oh, yeah. Like, that's worse. That's that's horrible. That's like the worst, ab like, sort of abo abortion legislation that's going to... If it passes, that's that's like the worst abortion legislation in the States. I just, I hope to God worse that Texas. when Kemp is up for re-election, I really want uh, Stacey Abrams to uh, run again. Because I think she would, I think she would win. Correct me if I'm wrong. That legislation would make it illegal for you to go to another state to get an abortion. Correct? Oh, I haven't read too much about it. I've just heard that I, they're introducing. I think, so with Texas, that doesn't have, shock me though. If with, with Texas, you can have if you have the money, you can go to a different state get an abortion. Yeah. In Georgia, if you do that, I'm pretty sure you can get prosecuted. Good fucking lord. But like right? pro life though, right? Um. Like it, there's their logic is so like bad, like so backhanded. I guarantee you if they passed a law being like, if you get an abortion, you get the death penalty. Republicans would be like, this is appropriate. Pro-life. Um, I, I think I mentioned this before, but I mentioned, I, I, I had mentioned this to you recently off camera. Um, and this further, just like, this is just further proof of what I'm fucking talking about. So uh, if you are pro-life and you support your, support the death penalty, you're not pro-life. The most common uh, argument for it that I hear, and we've talked about it before, and I believed it up until I read more about it, was the cost of how much like a, a prisoner is a year versus the cost of how much it is to send someone for the death penalty. Mm -hmm. And I was reading this, uh, I think this is like a couple days ago, and on average, uh, per like... Uh, yeah, per person on the death penalty, it's 1.26 million to kill him, which is much more than 1.26 million. Yeah, on average. Did you find the numbers to house and feed a, an inmate for a year? Um, I think we talked about it on stream, wasn't it? Like 50K, I thought it was like 52 like, yeah, year. I thought it was like 60k. So that's like how old that statistic is. So that that, that means that every wild. single prisoner would need to. I'm trying to think of. They would need to be in prison for like what twenty plus years. Yeah, yeah, like between twenty and thirty yeah. years. Yeah, and like there are so many people in prison for obviously charges that have lesser sentences or like weed charges, drug charges. Just thinking out loud, like what charges? What costs one point two six million to to execute somebody? No idea. Huh. You gotta get one hell of a last meal to fucking ring that bill up exactly but um yeah i've already mentioned this before if you advertise yourself as pro-life and you support the cape okay, if you okay <laughs> if you advertise yourself as pro-life there's no such thing as pro-life 
I will say this to the day I die. There's no such thing as pro-life. If you majority advertise, like explain. explain. So um, pro-life people, they promote the end to abortion. And it's so funny because all the laws passed that have a significant reduction of abortion are democratic laws or laws that are put in place by people that are pro-choice. Laws like stuff about Planned Parenthood, birth control, sex education. These are all things that significantly reduce the amount of abortions that happen. And these are all put in place by democratic uh, officials. Like you literally, like if you are pro-life, or you consider yourself pro-life, you should you should completely be in favor of these bills, but you aren't because they're Democratic and you're a Republican piece of shit. Also, um, pro-life, it's just like such a, an oxymoron because you're literally, um, like you're conditioned to only be pro-life when it's a child. As soon as that child, or sorry, you're conditioned to only be pro-life when it's a white child. As soon as it's not a child anymore, <laughs> you don't care about it. If it's if it's a child of color or if it's a, a child of an immigrant, you don't care about it anymore. And it's just it's so funny because like there's so many things put forward um, to do with the life and safety, including s things such as healthcare, things such as education, um, like a, a better a, a better promise for a, or sorry, a promise for a better future that are put forward by Democratic officials. And that should be. Can I like healthcare for all? Bitch, yeah, that should be a thing everywhere. Um, I was I was watching this side sidebar. I was watching a video of of a woman that lived in the states, and I guess she's from Canada, and she was talking about her experience with the dentist, and apparently she has like a tooth infection, she needed a root canal, and then she needed some crowns, and they said that it was going to be over a thousand dollars, and like her insurance could only cover like twenty percent at most. And mm -hmm. she's like, I literally like, I can't pay for this. I don't have enough money to pay for this. Can I do separate payments? And they're like, we, 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 we can't do that, unfortunately. And like, we don't know of another place that does. And like, she was just like extremely upset. But like, that's, that's life. That's just the dentist. Mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. the dentist is like a regulated kind of like common um, place you need to go to. You know what I mean? There, you know, there's a lot of people and I've heard this actually somewhat recently, even in Canada, there's a lot of people saying that like, we need to like, so our, our, our healthcare system is like decent in terms of like, it's in reach for everybody, but like, we need to regulate these other areas, like, like the, like dentistry and, and I, I care, yeah. I care as well. Cause th those are still private. It doesn't I agree. matter how you, unless you have some sort of uh, benefits program, they're still mm -hmm. private. You're still paying out of pocket for it all. Yeah. So we, we need to bring those in now too. And I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, th that's kind of what I mean. Like literally like the, the term pro-life until you actually start supporting um legislation that benefits the life and like like i said before benefits um the reduce of abortions uh benefits everyone not just like either your party or your race um then you can then sure you can you can talk about yourself as pro-life but no i think i think the biggest uh re rebuttal is the fact that majority of pro-life people uh are for the death penalty you don't get to be pro-life and for the death penalty and then they'll be like, oh, they've done something wrong. And I'm just like, hey, well, apparently to you, um, all humans are like have potential to be great. Even if they've done bad, they can come back and, you know, like make a better life for themselves. So I don't really why, know why this is an exception to you. And I'm just like, hmm, interesting. But yeah, they've already talked about the relation of like why these um, 
voter laws are being put in place that say like if you are a former prisoner you don't get to vote it's now you know you have to pay to vote um we're taking away certain polling places we're not going to allow you to vote after this time uh you know you can't give food and water to people in line but i mean i've talked to I, i've talked about this i don't know if i've talked about this on screen or like on uh an episode before but i've talked about this with you off screen how uh, a huge reason is there are so many people in prison on like drug charges and many many of them are people of color and obviously as most people know people of color tend to vote democrat and i think a lot of these play or a lot of these bills uh are in place specifically for political gain because and even, and even if not specifically it's definitely something that republicans uh acknowledge and they'll take it as like an unintended benefit yeah exactly and it's oh god yeah i just it's just i it's laughable to me honestly um i don't know what was the latest state to kind of allow um former prisoners to vote i want to say it was florida i think they did like a a vote on the last election that's surprising to me same here Florida? Yeah. Jesus. I think it was like a 60 something percent vote for that mm. w- that were uh, in favor of it, but mm. Yeah, oh my god, my stomach is now starting to rumble too. Should we do of the sesh? We're twins. Yeah, this was We didn't go This is another one. This was like you remember the last time we didn't do that many topics, but like yeah, ep- we didn't like three. it. Episode 3. Yeah. This... I like I like this one. Yeah, this one I do too. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I said I already had mine ready. I like kind of thought about this instantly i'm happy because instead of just like dazing over and looking into the void um so mine is this is a current and all-time fave so current and all-time favorite sports player that's a good one right so i'll go first okay so all-time is going to be a little bit difficult because um i wasn't like like i i do like watching sports i've just never like gotten like so devoted to it to having like an all-time or like to having like a favorite player for a very long time um if i had to choose one i'd probably go with flurry mark andre flurry good old number 29 i would say all time for him just because i've loved him the longest and he's still my favorite hockey player did you like him when he was on pittsburgh i did i well i i didn't love him when he was on pittsburgh i did really enjoy him though i i i acknowledged his greatness and i thought he was a very good goalie um Pittsburgh's a hard team to like. I agree. You're an OG Flurry fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Flurry. I I said this before. I thought Flurry was the reason that Pittsburgh won the cup. Didn't they win the cup two years in a row? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, yeah. They've they've won the cup they, two years in a row, but then they won it before that too. So they won three cups. I think Flurry has two rings. He wasn't on one of these. Yeah. But um, I I I I can't remember which one it was, which series it was, or which year. But one of them, he was literally the sole reason that they won. Are you talking about like that last second save he made against Detroit? Yes. Oh, yes, it was Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was the reason. Where he like that got on his won. side and he stacked the pads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, I think he played it a very obviously like we've talked about this before. Like goalies are kind of like the X factor. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. Goalies, pitchers, quarterbacks. What do you think it would be in volleyball? I think I think it I would be the setter. I don't think there is one. I don't think that there is one. I same think it thing, would be the setter. Same thing with basketball. I heard somebody say this, and it's really true. They say in basketball, especially in like a playoff series, the better team usually wins because like it's best on best, and there's no really like X factor. I think. Right? I mean, I think. Um, 
The reason that I say the setter is because you're basically a role in every single play that your team has, with the exception, obviously, not like every single one. But like, I believe uh, more captains tend to be setters too. They make yeah, plays you, more often. Can you, you have drastically to like alter the the, the absolutely outcome, especially with rallies. If you have like a decent rally, like mm -hmm. you have to know like who to set, when to set them. Like you're you're playing a very very crucial role. Um, mm -hmm. This is coming from a former setter, <laughs> um, but I don't know. Setters are always just so damn impressive to me. Fair enough. But uh, but yeah, my my all time fave I would say is Marc Andre Fleury. My current fave, I have recently got back into watching volleyball, and I'm so happy because I've missed it so much. But uh, I've been watching, like, college volleyball, um, university volleyball, and then, of course, like, national volleyball. Um, mm -hmm. Steven Marr is by far my favorite uh, volleyball or just sports player right now. I don't even know who that is. Um, so he, I believe, is from Ontario. Um, I, I first started watching him. I was watching uh, Trinity Western University Volleyball, which he doesn't play on, but he played on McMaster. And I think this was the two, 2016 oh. um cis which is so funny because sis this is the guy you told me about right i think so yeah um remember cis sis yeah, yeah but yeah, uh, yeah. it was the 2016 cis i think national men's volleyball championships and it was mcmaster and trinity western in the finals um i was really hardcore rooting for mcmaster which i kind of feel like a traitor because trinity's from where we live um but mar is an outside hitter uh very like i just i can't even i love your stomach by the way um he's so good dude like it's so impressive like i i, I think outside hitters are my favorite um people to watch in volleyball because it's just like if you have that good spike bitch ooh, ooh, and his serve he does a spinner serve which is my fucking favorite serves i love spinner serves and they're so, so good. But um, he plays on the uh, Canada men's national volleyball team now. But he also is on a uh, like a, a pro volleyball club team in Italy. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I really want to say it's it's like Cisterna or something like that. Or like it's like also known as Top Volley. Um, I need to look this up, bitch. I, it's like Top Volley Cisterna, but then it's also known as something else. Top Volley Latina. Which is an interesting name. Um, but yeah, they are a crazy, crazy good club team. Uh, yeah, I would say by far he is my favorite. Okay, and plus, my he's number seven, which is my favorite Not number. my turn. Okay, my turn. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with current. I'm going to go with... Uh... Uh, number, I forget his number. Leon Dreisaitl from the Edmonton Oilers. I know I should say Connor McDavid, but everyone's going to say Connor McDavid. How do you not know his number? I think it's 23. I, I think it's 23, but now I, I want to make sure. Leon. He's really hot. Yeah, you should see his girlfriend, dude. Oh, is she hot too? She's like a supermodel. It's it's always they're like hockey girlfriends are always supermodels. Fuck, he's twenty nine. Anyways, um, Leon Drysaddle number twenty nine. Look is a bitch. Wait, is that your current or all time? Uh, current. Okay. Uh, okay, all time. Oh yeah, we beat uh, we beat your Vegas Golden Knights three to Stop two. Stop it! They're not my Golden Knights. Oh my god, you're annoying. Um, all time. Uh, I'm gonna give an honorable mention to uh, rest in peace. Also, Roy Halladay, Toronto Blue Jays. 
Um, but I'm going to go with Ryan Smith, number 94, Edmonton Oilers. Ryan Smith. He's not attractive, but he's a good hockey player. Oh, my God, he is ugly. <laughs> Jesus. Why does he look like that? <laughs> he's, like, like missing <laughs> all of his teeth. Imagine someone talking about you and saying, why do you look like that? Um. Yeah, there's, like, a video of him, like, waving, and I don't know. It's not flattering at all. I think he's missing his two top front teeth. But his wife's very attractive. Like that coin. I mean, I would do the same. I don't know. I don't know if I could be with someone that looked like him. I have a framed photo of him in my room where he's, he's screening uh, Dan Cloutier. You need worst. to like you need to wear a mask at all times when we're having sexy time. Anyways, okay, I'm gonna go to my uh, my of the sesh. Okay. All right, so it's gonna be favorite, current, and all time of salty snack. <laughs> You're so old. What we've done candy. I so know. Salty snack. But it's just so fucking funny, dude. You're so, so fucking funny? old. You're just That was old. a good one. That's like my best one in four weeks. Favorite salty snack. I mean, technically, this is your only one in like three weeks considering I gave you <laughs> I last know. episode. I know. I know. I know. Um, so I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, go okay. ahead. So all time, I'm going to go with, um, fuck, I don't even know what they're called. You know, you can get those that blue bag and it comes with like the Cheetos, Sun Chips, Pretzel, oh, um, and Doritos. Fucking, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I actually had some last night, but I don't remember what they're called. Isn't that just like... Is it like Czech Mix? No, it's not Czech Mix. Munchies? Munchies! I think it's Munchies. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it. So yeah, yeah, it's like a party mix. Yeah, so did I say... Wait, did I, I said all time, right? Because that should be all time. Okay, yeah, I think you did. Okay, so all time, current. Oh, man. For I'm going to go with... Salty snack. I'm going to go with uh, salt and vinegar chips. It's a good choice. Okay, you go. They get a, Okay, salt and vinegar, it's a lot of hate. From who? So there's just... I know. There's so many people that are like... A lot of people I know. Um, They're, they're, they're like, uh, it's too salty and like it takes out your taste buds. Well, I mean, it's like... It's I mean, it pretty, does. It's Yeah, it's pretty hard. But it's so like, good. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, if you like spicy food, you like salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all time, I'd probably say ketchup chips. I'm a... I, I was thinking about ketchup I'm chips. A That's a good one. big old fan of ketchup chips. Um, I haven't had some in a while, but I still love the hell out of them. Um, current... Hmm. How do we categorize salty? Because I know it, obviously it's different from like savory. Um, so I'm trying to like think of of what can fit the criteria versus. I what think can. what I meant is just like not sweet. So you can go savory if you want. Well, no, but, I'll go. So you you had two but, salty choices. But I, I'll but go I also salty. forgot. I want to mention. Uh, uh, shout out all time to Ruffles. All, all dressed. dressed. Yeah, I'll shout out all time to, okay, the reason that I don't have this anymore, I'll tell you the reason, but um, Doritos Sweet Chili. Oh, never had it. Oh, I mean, I do recommend the last time I had it was a little bit ago. So I had it and then I had some, uh, (laughs) fuck, I hate telling the story. So I was, I, I bought alcohol. So I had alcohol, but then I was like, I need some more. So I had some wine with some, I put like some, uh, lemon sugar in the wine, which is actually really good. 
Um, I just had too much at one time. You put lemon sugar in wine? Oh, sorry. So like lemon and sugar. So like I'll make like a little thing. So it's literally just lemon and sugar, but I call it lemon sugar. Is that a thing? Um, I, I think I read it somewhere. I got recommended it. Okay. It's just like a sweeter version of wine with lemon. Okay. Um, but I had it and like I'll have it by itself and it's really good. But I had that and then I, I think I even had like there was some like Summersby there. I had a bit of Rockstar. I think I had some uh, Bailey's. Oh, man. You were I had turning a ton, the fuck up. Bitch, so much. And then I had like a shit ton of uh, Doritos sweet chilies. That didn't sit well with me. And I do not like being sick. So I haven't had Doritos sweet chili in a long time. But oh, um, nice. yeah, it, it wasn't too long after. I had, I had a huge headache. I mean, I was. So I was intoxicated. I couldn't walk straight. I had a huge headache and I felt sick. And then obviously I did some stuff with my sickness. And, and you just feel like feel you associate that experience with the Doritos. Yeah, it's kind of like Hannah Montana and her raspberry pie. <laughs> well, it's kind of like I don't know if you, I don't know if like I have a similar experience where like if you get like really, really sick, like of a specific type of alcohol, like you can't drink that ever again. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's like Bacardi, mm-hmm. like never again. Yeah, that's kind of been like a, a an effect with with wine with me too, and obviously not with Summersby because like I I just like Summersby and I've had it so much that I know it's not like related to Summersby. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like such such like a common drink, but uh, but yeah, that was that was not fun. Okay, so I still need to do a current. Holy fuck! Um, Jesus Christ, salty. My immediate mind is to go to like chips. Oh, actually, I have my choice. I'm so happy. Wait, wait, they're there? Wait, what? You you have them? Like, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I like thought of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be funny. I just pull out everything I just suggested. Um. Oh, this might be... Okay, hold on. Oh, bitch. This is going to be... Because I'm thinking... Of, okay, this is kind of like my current slash like one of my all-time faves, if not my all-time fave, because I kind of forgot about it. Okay, um, just fucking spit it out. Curly fries. Ooh. Good one. So like that, or like even like McDonald's fries. McDonald, yeah, I like the long thin fries. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I would say I yeah I would say McDonald's probably has the best fries out of fast food Def- franchises. Definitely for fast food. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for fast food. Um, like, you know what? I don't mind like you know like white spot fries. Yeah. Like they're okay. But yeah, they're fine. I don't, they're like they're too under- thick. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think? Like, what 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 fast food chain specifically do you think has the worst fries? Um, I think the most underrated fries are Wendy's. I was gonna say Wendy's the worst. Really? Yeah. I think they're super underrated. I really. They're just like, like them. really like they're mushy. When have you ever gotten mushy? And McDonald's aren't. No, McDonald's if... are crispy. Girl, you did not just call Wendy's fries mushy and then say I McDonald's fries are crispy. Okay, when's the last time you had McDonald's fries, Miss Ma'am? Maybe like within the last like two months. And they weren't mushy? They weren't mushy. You must have gotten the pick of the litter and the luckiest fucking draw that you I wouldn't like them if they were mushy. But like still, the majority of the time that they're the majority of them are mushy. They're not crispy. You know how difficult mm. it is to get I mean the reason that I like them is because they're like more like mushy. Which I think sounds you need really to, weird. I think you need to start going to a different McDonald's. I go to different McDonald's. It's like they know that I'm there. <laughs> they like fucking page the other McDonald's. They're like, Yeah, he's on their way. Give them the shittiest fries. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, I still love them. They're like, I, I, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I like like the, the mushier, floppier fries. Cause honestly they get more like, they get better like salt than the crispy ones do. The crispy ones are either doused in salt or barely get any. 
the mushy ones have like an accurate like absorption of salt and like they just like it goes throughout and i'm like mm. well i think that's mm. why i accept, accepted your answer as a salty snack is because i salt the shit out of my fries like i add yeah salt. i don't mind it i i, I kind of like a generous amount of salt on my fries you don't you know what i've been doing for like the last week because i've had fries a bunch what i started putting fucking tabasco sauce on them oh, fucking course you did have you ever dipped your fries in like a chocolate milkshake I don't like the whole sweet savory thing except for pineapple on pizza. Are you fucking kidding me right now, Jordan? Like, are you I don't, fucking kidding? I Your one exception to sweet and savory is fucking pineapple on pizza. Okay, ice cream and fries? It's like, so are, good. Are, Not just we? ice cream and fries. Chocolate milkshake and fries. What are we barbarians? Like, We're what, not it's not hold on, on. Hold on. First of all, it's not ice cream, Miss Thing. Because ice cream is too solid that it's difficult to get a good dip. Milkshake. Have you ever had a triple milky. thick McDonald's milkshake? Well, yeah. And I fucking was, ice cream. Well, it's not no. It's very much thinner than have ice cream. Have you ever tried to drink that through a straw? Yes. It's like a fucking No. Like a, You're just not like a, strong enough. It's like a respiratory share exercise. Would not approve of you. <laughs> Why would share not approve of me? You've never heard of strong enough by share. Oh. Yeah, I have. Yeah, fucking get out of here with that shit. Um yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think that Wendy's is underrated. I'm trying to think of who has the worst. It's either Wendy's or BK. Yeah, I would. A and W's are A and W's are pretty good. They're like number two. But yeah, they're they're yeah. pretty good, and they have yeah. they, their curly fries are really good too. A and Dubs has curly fries. I'm pretty sure. I think I'm thinking. I don't that, think so, bro. It might be. Uh, that it might be all Burger over King. That. Yeah, maybe Burger King. I would have been all over that at A and Dubs. A and Dubs is either. Oh, they do. Un- oh no, wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry. A and Dubs is either onion rings or fries, normal fries. Oh, they used to. Mm, maybe in the states anymore. they do. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of uh, Arby's. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I'm probably I've only thinking had of Arby's. I've, I've only had literally Arby's. only had Arby's like once. Yeah, like two or three times. I don't even remember it. And I'm pretty sure I got curly fries in there, and they were really good. Maybe I'll, mm. maybe I'll, maybe I'll retry Arby's again. You know what I've been wanting to try that I haven't is because they're around now is Carl's Jr. I like had it in the States before, but I don't remember it. Me with Popeye's. I still haven't gone to Popeye's. Popeye's yet. chicken? Yeah. Oh, uh, KFC's better. Really? In my opinion. If you like, like, do you like, do you like the breading or do you like the chicken? Um, Whenever I get, like, whenever I'll go to like a, uh, a, a chicken fast food chain, <laughs> chicken fast food chain, um, I'll get like a, uh, either something like boneless or like a chicken sandwich. Well, then it doesn't really matter. You can fucking go to Wendy's and get a good chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. Wendy's. Have you ever had a chicken sandwich from Wendy's? Yeah. Hell yeah. In my opinion, they're better than KFC. Asi- Asiago Chicken Club? Goddamn. In my, yeah. In my opinion, they're way better than KFC. Have you ever had the spicy chicken from Wendy's? Yes. Goddamn. Uh, I remember when the, uh, the the limited time burgers came out. The chicken burgers. Or sorry. Do you call them chicken burgers or chicken sandwiches? Chicken burger. Okay, good. So do I. Apparently, that's controversial. I don't know. Most people call them a sandwich. I'm just like, I feel like that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, they came out with two chicken burgers and I ordered a McDonald's order from Uber Eats mm-hmm. and they were like, oh yeah, you can get this. And I was like, I don't, I don't like, I understand you're promoing it, but I don't want this because I don't want to pay for it because I'm not going to eat it. Then they're like, no, 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 you can get it for free. And not only can you get it for free, if you order this meal as well, you get another one for free and they're full size burgers. So they're really pushing these, eh? And you can they just were, have it. Just try it. Like just fucking try They were both it. spicy as fuck, but they were both really fucking good. And I don't think mm. they have them anymore. Mm. I think they were both just limited time, but they were both fucking Oh, they were both really really good. I would have I would definitely recommend them, but they don't have them. And also, do you like the uh shamrock shake? 
Hell yeah. Good. And they used Hell to have yeah. like a peach smoothie that I miss. Ooh, but yeah, they sounds kind of gross. They lost me there. They're, why you don't like pe peach? You don't like peach? Mm. <laughs> peach. Um Yeah, anything like minty, like mint chocolate, like I'm mm, oh, I'm there. Mm. I'm there. Minty is literally just cold spicy. Uh but milder. But milder. Depending on that. what you have it in. I mean like if you have like mint, if you have literally just like um like yeah, a yeah, bite yeah. of a mint. Do you like after eights? Yes. Oh, I love after. We've talked about this. I love after eights. Good. And then they have like York. York's peppermint patties is really oh, good yes. too. Yes. I, I I used to get York all the time. Yeah, let's end this. I have to. Uh, Daddy has to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ever say that again. I was sitting on that for like five minutes. I was like, "When is the correct time to drop?" Yeah, this and you should have sat on it for the rest of your motherfucking <laughs> life. Do not ever say that again. That was extremely unpleasant. I don't know how to end this now. <laughs> I'm very caught off guard, and I'm very uncomfortable. That was disgusting. Did that give you the no feeling? I would. Oh my god, that was disgusting. That was so gross. I. I'm. I'm so glad that I finally revolted you. Like, ew. I'm, this is like finally the thing that's ever happened to me. Finally revolted me. Yeah, finally. What? What part of Shut your general up. existence has told you that you have you never revolted tanked. me? It should honestly be. You should be more impressed with yourself for not revolting me. <laughs> all right well um all right did we yeah we did too okay it's good um thanks for joining uh and oh sorry i'm stuck on p uh we hope that uh we'll catch you guys next time and uh yeah like always be sure to let us know if you have any opinions or you want us to talk about anything uh this wasn't as like topic heavy but this is still a kind of good discussion but yeah, thanks for joining. We'll talk to you guys next week or next session. Have a Fuck the golden nights. Period. Fuck the golden nights. Um, <laughs> this is just so funny because you're like, "Fuck the golden nights," and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck them." And you're like, "No, <laughs> no, you hate, you like them. We hate you. You're gay." Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your days or nights or whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. But we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.